What is the average lifetime ROI of a college education? Is a college degree worth the investment? A 2014 study by Jason Abel and Richard Dietz of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York found that since 2000, the average ROI for a bachelor's degree has remained steady at around 15%, easily surpassing the threshold for a sound investment. This ROI was calculated based on the cost of an undergraduate education and the college wage premium or wages college graduates can expect to earn relative to the wages of high school graduates until the age of retirement at 65. Even in the midst of falling wages in the wake of the Great Recession, combined with sharply rising tuition over the last decade, the value of a college degree hasn't flagged for the simple fact that the wages of those without a degree have been falling even more rapidly. In fact, as those with only a high school degree continue to fall behind, getting a college degree may be more important than ever. While we often hear of students saddled with student loan debt, aggregate student loans in the U.S. are at more than $1.5 trillion as of 2018, the widening wage disparity has kept the college wage premium at an all-time high. Abel and Dietz add that college graduates with a bachelor's degree earn an average of 75% more in wages than high school graduates amounting to over $1 million over a lifetime. A different report from 2011 by the Georgetown University Center on Education and the Workforce puts the lifetime college wage premium at 84%, adding up to about $2.8 million on average. Next, taking a look at the chronically underemployed, the New York Fed researchers add that although for much of their careers around a third of college graduates find themselves working jobs that do not require their degree, they still tend to earn more than high school graduates on average, and most settle into college-level jobs by age 30. In general, they are far less likely to become or remain underemployed as well. This is not to say, however, that all college students can expect the same ROI, as there are many factors that affect a student's ROI outcomes. According to the same 2018 report by the Urban Institute, factors contributing to an individual's ROI on higher education can be broken down into several, often interrelated, component parts, including the cost of higher education after grants, the length of time in school and the likelihood of certificate or degree completion, the earnings returns from a given level of degree, major, or institution, the student's demographic background, and local economic conditions. Although investing in college pays off for most students, it can be incredibly risky for some. Understanding each of these individual factors is an important and necessary part of making financially smart decisions about college. So here's a brief breakdown. Cost of higher education after grants. Unlike the sticker price of college, the net price can vary considerably depending on the student, and different financial aid packages can dramatically change a school's ROI. For example, at schools like Yale and Harvard, which promise to meet 100% of students' demonstrated financial need, 
low-income students may see a higher return on their investment than their peers. For students from high-income families, on the other hand, private universities might be the worst financial decision because their net price of college is much higher. Length of time in school and the likelihood of certificate or degree completion. A startling 40% of students fail to earn a bachelor's degree within six years of starting their undergrad. Each additional year in school increases a student's total cost of attendance and reduces the number of years the student can work in a job that requires a credential, reports the Urban Institute. In fact, although we often hear about graduates saddled with student loan debt, the even more damaging outcome is for students who take on debt but never complete their degree, says the Department of Education. And students' ability to repay their loans depends more strongly on whether they graduate than on how much total debt they take on. When deciding which college to attend, keep in mind that completion rates are lowest at for-profit schools and highest at public and private nonprofit four-year schools. Earnings returns from a given level of degree, major, or institution. Depending on which level of degree you pursue, the major you select, and the institution you attend, your ROI could change dramatically. In general, more education leads to higher returns, and STEM and business majors have the highest lifetime earnings. But there are important exceptions, which we'll get into in later episodes. Additionally, graduates from selective institutions tend to see higher returns than their peers, but there is some dispute as to whether this can be attributed to the schools themselves. The student's demographic background. Even when they enroll in the same institution, degree level, and major, students from different demographic backgrounds may experience different earnings returns, reports the Urban Institute. The demographic differences in earnings returns can reflect a student's preferences for work in different sectors or on different schedules, but they can also reflect differences in a student's access to job opportunities, like the strength of connections to employers or the discrimination of employers against members of certain demographic groups. Female students, for example, tend to see lower returns than male students even after multiple controls for education. Local economic conditions. This might go without saying, but if the economy is bad when you graduate, your ROI will probably take a hit. Research has found that students who graduate into a recession see lower returns than those who graduate into a stronger economy. Some of these factors, like demographic background and local economic conditions, are outside of your control. Others, however, are based on your decisions. In order to credibly predict your ROI, take as many of these factors into consideration as possible and continually update your estimate with each major decision you make. Finally, this episode would not be complete without a long, hard look at the word return. Although this episode is primarily concerned with financial return, you should know that many advantages of attaining a post-secondary degree have little to do with money. These include self-esteem, knowledge exposure, and other elements of personal value which are important for the formation of personality and character. According to a 2013 report by the College Board, attending college significantly lowers the likelihood of obesity and smoking, raises the probability of civic involvement, and improves overall health, quality of family life, 
social mobility, and job satisfaction. In other words, the benefits of a college education are not just financial. Students looking to make smart, well-informed decisions about college shouldn't ignore this side of the college return.